how do you separate yourself? Whether you've been in business three months or 30 years, you have that story. That's what's going to separate you in the mind of your audience, build your credibility, and give you a, a platform to speak from. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 321. And today, I've got a guest joining us to talk about how you're going to publish your book without ever writing a word. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level, you're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get amplified. Hey there, entrepreneurs and inspired business leaders. It is your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier and possibility igniter. And today we'll be digging into publishing. It is one of the tried and true ways to establish your authority in the marketplace and really elevate it quickly. Uh, it's an instant credibility boost with your audience. So I love book having a book. And um, if you've been putting off having a book because you think about how to write the book and then you get stuck, you're going to love today's uh, guest sharing some great tips around this. Now, before we get into the episode, speaking of authority, Oftentimes, we recognize the value of standing out in a crowded market, but yet we are a best kept secret and we can't seem to break free. Typically, you're a best kept secret if you've got clients that are passing you over for your competitors, you don't have a slew of opportunities coming your way that are with other influencers and authorities in your market, and you literally feel like you're just invisible. And you may even know why you are invisible, but you can't quite seem to break free of it. I'd love for you to go take my brand new quiz, How to Break Free of Your Hidden Authority Barrier, and so you can start commanding higher prices. Now, authority gives you a real advantage in the market, especially if you caught the episode right before this, you know what the competitive advantage is here. Uh, and I created a quiz to help you figure out what's in the way of you leveraging your authority. And more importantly, discover the one key step that you need to take right now so you can stay, stand out in your market. So if you head to melaniebenson.com forward slash authority quiz, this is a really fast three minute quiz. Make sure you uh, fill out the request to receive your results in your email. And uh, I will also give you access to a very powerful mini training to illuminate why that block is possibly there for you and what to do to break free of it. And more importantly, what to start doing right now to command those higher prices. So melaniebenson.com forward slash authority quiz. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back amplifiers today. I'm excited to talk with somebody about how to publish that book that's been in your mind without having to write one single word. Let me introduce you to Michael Delon. He creates credibility. Yes, I said that yeah, right. He creates credibility. As the president of the Paperback Expert, he helps business owners publish a book that positions them as the expert in their field. Business owners seek out Michael to clarify their brand strategy, 
make them best-selling authors, and set up profitable podcasts. They use his credibility marketing strategies to gain more clients, get more referrals, and grow their revenue. Michael, I'm so excited to start with to chat with you today because this is such an intriguing idea. Thanks, Melanie. I am so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's going to be a really, really fun conversation. Yeah, I bet. Well, first of all, like before we get into all the stuff, like what do you mean by being able to write a book without writing one word? What does that actually mean? Yeah. So we, we always say you want to yeah create your book without writing a word is the, the worst thing you can really do, Melanie, is to sit down at a, at a computer, open up a blank screen and start typing. Okay, because the the that process is not fluid and you self-edit. You sit down, you type a sentence or two, then you backspace, backspace. It's like that's not how I want to say it. So what what we mean by that is you don't write a book, you actually speak to write your book. And in our process, we have we have a staff of, of professional writers who actually interview you and have conversations with our authors because as an expert, I mean, Melanie, you've got enough in your head to create your book. All, all you need is help getting it out and structuring it so it sounds great. That's what our process does. But even if you don't use us, you could use Microsoft Word or Google Docs. They all have that dictate function built in. Mm-hmm. But build an outline and then speak the content just like you would to a prospect. Get the words out of your mind onto the paper and then either edit it yourself or hire somebody to do it. But you don't want to write your book. Number one, it's it's slower, so much faster to speak to write. And number two, when you type and when you speak, you're using different parts of your brain. And as entrepreneurs, we speak all day long. You can talk about your business for days. Just use that same process to speak to write your book. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah totally. I just wanted to get that out there because I, I could just imagine our listeners going, wait, what? I don't have to yeah. write? Like. <laughs> Now we've solved that mystery. We can really get to know Michael better and how you got into this line of work. And I I want to talk a little bit about credibility because Mm. we throw that word around so much, you know, as experts. And, you know, here we talk about amplifying authority. You know, we assume people really understand credibility. But what what is credibility to you and why is it such an important piece of, you know, showcasing the work we do in the world? Yeah, um, great questions. You know, we've we've learned for or heard for years people do business with people they know, like, and trust, and that's true. But it also goes deeper than that. I think I think credibility is a deep seated belief that you're the right person for me, and that I I do deeply trust you, and I believe that you can actually deliver the solution I'm looking for. And credibility happens really in the mind of your audience. It's how they think about you, okay? And that's why, uh, so, so my, my background, let, let me go back and tell my background because it, it plays into this and why, it, it, it plays into why I do what I do and why I'm so passionate about this. And I'll, I'll give you the short version, okay? Um, so I'm a follower of Christ, been married 32 years, got four kids. And early in my marriage, I got married in 1990. First five years were really hard because my wife and I are complete opposites. We had conflict, no, you know, didn't know how to solve it. And we went to a family life marriage conference where they showed us God's blueprints for marriage. Didn't know he had any. So we took the blueprints. We applied them. Our marriage got better. That was in the 90s. I was in Christian radio. I was selling radio ads to business owners, right? But they didn't want to buy Christian radio. They wanted to sell their products and services. 
So I had to get really good at marketing. So that's when I read the books and followed the gurus and learned how to do marketing for small business owners. Well, that lasted through the 90s. In uh, 2000, some friends of mine started a dot-com back when Amazon was just getting started. So I left the radio station, went to work for them. That lasted two years because that company was ahead of its time, which means it went bankrupt. And so I found myself in my living room going, God, what am I supposed to do now? And he spoke to my heart. He says, Michael, I want you to ministry to marriages. I want you at family life, that ministry that changed our marriage. So we raised our support, moved from Indiana down to Little Rock, Arkansas, which is the world headquarters for that ministry, and started serving with them. Thought it was great. Thought it was the last thing I'd ever do. Climbed the corporate ladder. Six years later, I'm on the leadership team. Then they started going through corporate reorganizations. I got kicked off the leadership team, shuffled around the ministry, spent two years in what I call prison, which is at a job I hated, at a ministry I loved. After two years, I said, I got to get out of this place. And God said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to go help business owners with marketing because they hate it and I love it. And he said, go. So on January 1st of 2013, I escaped from prison and I left ministry and started a marketing consulting firm. And Melanie, I'd call you and I'd say, Melanie, I think I can help you grow your business. So you'd have a meeting with me and we'd have a great conversation. And somewhere along that, that line, you'd say, Michael, what have you done in the last few years? Who have you helped? And I'd say, well, I'll help build marriages and families at Family Life. And you say, Michael, that's honorable way to go. Oh, look at the time, Michael. I've got another meeting coming up. Let's keep our conversation going on, okay? Let's reschedule. And you'd usher me out the door. So I wasn't gaining clients because you didn't see me as a marketing person. You saw me as a ministry person. So I knew I had to fix that. So I went to my church, second floor, pacing the hallways, crying out to God, saying, God, how do I help Melanie? And that's when he gave me the idea to take all of my marketing strategies and put them in a book. And so in 2013, I published my first book. It's called On Marketing. Then, Melanie, I'd call you. I'd set an appointment. I'd mail a copy of my book to you. And a week later, I'd walk into your office. And there it was. My book was on your desk, dog-eared, highlighted, underlined. You'd read my book. And in that meeting, you'd open up my book and say, now, Michael, in your book, you said, and you'd quote something that I wrote. And you said, how do you help me do that? And you'd hire me. And I started gaining clients. Now, Melanie, what changed between those first two, the, the first meeting I had with you and the second meeting I had with you? Did, did my understanding of marketing change? Uh-uh. Did my background in ministry change? Not a bit. What changed was how you thought of me. When you got a copy of my book, Melanie, I instantly became an expert who was credible, who had something to say. And you chose to hire me because I had a book. That changed my business and my life. And I realized that other business owners should do this because they're experts. So that was the seed that got planted that today is Paperback Expert, where we work with business owners and thought leaders to help you create a book without writing a word and then teach you how to use your book to attract ideal clients, get referrals, and grow revenue. So that's a long story, but I, it, I hopefully it shares what credibility is. It happens in the mind of your audience. How do you separate yourself from everybody else and communicate a, a large value to your prospect? That, mm. Did that help? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's exactly what I believe. I think there's uh, three to five key platforms that we can establish our credibility and stand out in our market. And having a book is one. Having a podcast is the second one. There's a few others that I like to use. But I, I love, <laughs> I, I really resonate with this uh, 
being in prison and having to do a job that we don't love as we're letting the part of us that's supposed to be uh, front and center evolve. I mean, I totally relate with that. Um, I'm kind of curious, you know, when we talk about writing a book and we talk about credibility and we talk about like, okay, this is what gets you at the top of the, the, you know, someone's mind and it opens a door that may be locked. Let's say someone's newer in their work and they're thinking, like, what would I write a book about that hasn't already been written? Like, how does someone find the thing they're meant to not write, but write the book? <laughs> yeah, no, write that's great. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, so what, what, you're, what you're describing there is what I call the, the person's a coffee bean. And it really doesn't matter how long or short you've been in business. A coffee bean, Melanie, I love coffee. Um, if you open a bag of coffee beans and you pour them out on the table in front of you, they all look the same and they smell the same. And in marketing, if you look like and sound like all of your competitors, you're a coffee bean. You're, you're giving me no reason to lean in and to choose you, okay? Mm-hmm. So inside of every business owner is a story. It's a unique, what we would call a signature message that will separate you from all of your competitors. It might be a, a process that you use this different. You need to find that and bring that to the forefront. Okay, real quick example. I had a, a client years ago who came to me in a, in a very competitive market that was what I call a coffee bean market. He was a home inspector. Okay, it's pretty generic because when you buy a house, you need it inspected. You usually don't care who does it, right? They just need to be qualified. So very, very um, competitive market. And he came to me and we started working on his branding. And we said, okay, what do you do, Chris, like other than this? And he he said, well, on nights and weekends, I'm a high school football referee. And he lit up and he started talking to me about refereeing. And he said, oh, yeah, there's so many similarities between refereeing and home inspections because they have rules and a playbook and they have fouls and they have. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, here we go. So we took that and we combined his passion for refereeing and his passion for being a home inspector. We published his book and we called it The Official Guide to Home Inspections. And we branded him as Chris Perry, America's Home Inspection Referee. Now, when he goes out to his realtor's offices to get business, he's in his little referee outfit with his whistle and his white cap. When he inspects your home, he's in his uniform. When he finds a problem with something in your house, he puts a yellow flag on it. Okay, so do you see how we connected the dots of his passions with what he does? Every business owner has a story similar to that that they're overlooking and not using. And when you do that, all right, let me ask you. If if you had a choice of four home inspectors, and one is America's home inspection referee who's dressed like that. Which, who are you going to choose? You're going to choose the one with the most authority. <laughs> yeah. And the one who has the Amazon bestselling book on home inspections. And the one that you connect with and have common ground with, right? Do you think he has more price elasticity? Can he charge more for his home inspections than his competitors? Yes, because he's not selling home inspections, right? That's what I mean by... How do you separate yourself? Whether you've been in business three months or 30 years, you have that story. That's what's going to separate you in the mind of your audience, build your credibility, and give you a a platform 
to speak from. Whether you do podcasting or a book or a video, it doesn't matter. You now have a message that's unique to you. That's why we call it a signature message. Chris Perry is, is America's home inspection referee. He's the only one in America who has that title. He's in a category of one. That's what you want to do in your marketing. Did that, did that answer that question? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'll get I'll dig a little bit more into this uh, writing a book without writing a word uh, concept in a minute. But, you know, you and I had some conversations before we came to today to record this episode. And, you know, one of the things that I love is that you 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 see that a book is part of a bigger credibility positioning platform. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think there's a myth out there that if I write the book. I'm going to be this bestseller and I'm going to get all these clients and it's just going to be super easy. I'm going to get on all these podcasts. And, you know, I, I don't think it's that simple. You know, I'm just kind of curious your take on where does the book fit into the bigger puzzle pieces that really help you get to that place you were just talking about with your client? Yeah, I love that. I call that the the myth of Moses because you know, <laughs> Mo Moses part of the Red Sea, right? Got with, right? with a little bit of help from God. And, and you're right. Uh, people think, well, I get the book. It, the sea's going to part. The world's going to beat a path to my door. And it just doesn't happen. Right? You're not going to get rich selling your book on Amazon as a business owner. Okay? Understand that. You're going to gain wealth by using your book and your position to gain clients and get referrals. So let's think about that. The, the book is not the end. The book is the platform. It's the beginning. It's more of a springboard. All right? Think of a diving board that has the springs you up into the air. That's what your book does for you. Because number one, it gives you a clear message. So let's go back to my home inspector, right? He has a really distinct, clear message. He's got 14 chapters in his book. Now he's got 14 podcasts, 14 videos, 14 articles, 14 LinkedIn posts, right? Content that he can repurpose. Um, when when somebody's searching for you, they're, they're on your website, your LinkedIn. What are you offering them for free? Give your book away for free. Get people onto your list. Mail a copy to them in the mail, you know, with a stamp. Do that. How many, Melanie, have you gone to your mailbox lately? How, how much stuff is in your mailbox these days? I went to my mailbox the other day. There were three pieces of mail in it. This is a great time to put your book into a beautiful package, mail it out to somebody who's requested it, and then follow up with them to get an appointment. And you know what's going to happen is they're going to read your book before they get to that appointment. And that because they've spent another hour or two with you reading your book, they already know you. They like you. They trust you. They are preconditioned to hire you. When they get on that sales call, it's going to shorten your sales cycle. It's going to increase your closing ratio. And then when they're happy with your service, you say, Melanie, would you do me a favor? And you'll always say yes. And you'll say, Melanie, would, would, it would mean a lot to me if you would take three or four copies of my book. And just as you're having conversations with your friends about how I've helped you, would you just hand a copy of my book to them and say, this is the person I trust. You should read their book. And what happens is you start getting referrals from your best clients because they run in circles of people just like them. So when you start thinking about creating your book, you need to have a larger strategy and purpose besides just saying, hey, my book's on Amazon. Yippee skippy. Do you know how many books are on Amazon? What you want to, you want to be on Amazon. You want to be a best-selling author for credibility, but you want to drive people to your website or landing page to get a free copy of your book. 
so that they can learn about you and start being educated from you. Anyway, I could go on and on. Did that help? I, I think that's a great example of, you know, how to leverage your book and not just let it collect uh, dust in yeah. a box in your garage yeah. <laughs> because you thought there was the, uh, the Moses effect was going to happen. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. a great metaphor. <laughs> so let's unpack this idea of, you know, not writing a book, but speaking your yeah. book. Yeah. And I love the the setup you gave us earlier of like, there's tools that can help with this, but let's unpack that a little bit more. You know, how to, how do we get out of the, okay, I got to write a book to let's speak the book into existence. What do you mean how to get out of it? It's just, it's, it's, well, a no, mind I mean, yeah, just like, like where like, I think, okay, here's where I, I see this gets complicated for people. Sure. They still are going to have to come up with the pieces of the book, right? And, you know, I know that you guys have a unique way that you help extract that from people, uh, out of people, I guess I should say. But, I, you know, like you're going to speak the book. You're not going to write the book. Is there anything else we need to know about how to make that process work? Yeah, yeah. Here, here's a real quick process, okay? Open a Google Doc, blank Google Doc, and just start listing out the frequently asked questions you answer every week with prospects, okay, for your business. And you're going to end up with 10 or 15 frequently asked questions. You're answering them over and over and again. There are 10 chapters to your book. Under each one of those, put a, a few bullet points of stories of how you've helped people. Obviously, answer the question. And then now you've got you know seven or eight or nine chapters. You've got a couple, three bullet points and a story under each chapter. That's your book outline. Add to that at the beginning kind of an introduction, your story, who you are, why do you do what you do, how do you help people, and put at the end kind of a conclusion, a wrap-up, call to action. There you go. That's the outline for your book. Now, under each one of those, put your cursor there and hit record and start speaking as if you are either talking to a prospect or you're on stage at a conference and somebody's asked you to speak on your topic because you're an expert. What are you going to say? That's the easy, fast way to get over that hurdle of how do I, what do I say in this book? That's what you say. You answer the questions that your prospects are asking you because if they're asking you the questions, guess what? There are about a thousand other people who have the same question. And now, once your book's done, you can take those recordings and put them on your podcast or put them on your YouTube channel. You know, So you have to think about how I'm going to do it. But to get your book done quickly, that's the process. In fact, uh, Melanie, on my website, at the very near, near the very bottom of our website, we've got a free program called Book Writing Boot Camp. It'll take you through start to finish the exact process we use with our clients, and it's free. It's an email-based system. You can sign up for it. We'll take you start to finish and how to create your book without writing a word everywhere from the process I just explained to you, which we call the brain dump, to building the outline, to speaking, to write it, to publishing. It's all there. It's for free. It's on our website. Love for people to go through that. Perfect. I was going to ask you if there was a, a resource to, <laughs> to help with this process. So yeah, they're always I'm glad that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I know you have a couple of uh, uh, resources on your website, so you guys can oh. go exploring over there. We'll link that stuff up on the show notes for you. Uh, wow, we have covered a lot of ground already, and yeah. I, I think the whole idea of speaking your book is, is self-explanatory, as you mentioned. And, you know, I would also just say if you're finding yourself stuck, like, 
don't let the book stay stuck in your head. You know, like find a resource that's going to help extract that out of your head. And and Michael's team is that's one of the things they do for people. So you, you can go check them out and go through his book writing book camp and and get that process started. You know, uh, Michael, I like to ask people a couple questions just to kind of help people get to know each other. But before I drop into that, is there anything else you want us to know about this idea of getting a book out there in the market to help establish your credibility? You know, the, the biggest thing is really, Melanie, be yourself. Don't try to become somebody else. Be yourself. You know, whether you're a home inspection referee or whether you're um, an attorney, it doesn't matter who you are or what you do, but be yourself. I want to connect with you. People will buy you more than what you do for them. Be yourself. Open yourself up. Tell your story. Be genuine, and you're going to get a lot more business. Yeah, we don't need another book that sounds like the thousand or million, actually, other books that are out there. We want right. to hear you. And and that's really where your credibility starts to take off because the people who need you and who need what you do, they want to hear you, like the real yes. you. So I love that advice so much, Michael. All right. Let's talk about Michael and the trajectory of you and your business as a credible expert who helps people, yeah. you know, get credibility out in the world. Sure. What what would you say is the boldest thing you ever had to do to be able to amplify the success of your business? Wow, that's a great question. The boldest thing for me, it was starting to do video. <clears throat> okay, so this happened two or three years ago because I was under the belief that I had to show up on video a certain way um, and that my audience was going to judge me based on my studio, my lighting, my microphone, and all of that. And so I did not do video for a number of years because I was I, I was scared. I was not going to be genuine. And I finally got to the point where I said, you know what, on that, I'm just going to show up as Michael. And if you like Michael, then let's talk and let's do some business. But But if the way I show up offends you, then go away because we're not going to be good together. And that gave me so much freedom. But that was a bold move for me because I had to overcome some some internal fears, and I, I just had to start doing it. And believe me, my first videos were terrible. But here's here's the here's the phrase. A, a client gave this to me years ago: "Done beats perfect every time." Absolutely. So and what I, was the payoff of making that bold leap for you, Michael? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, tremendous business growth. Our business has been growing about 35% a year every year for the last three years. And, um, you know, I, I get invited on podcasts like this and um, people see me as a marketing expert because, well, if you hang around me very much at all, you're going to know I do a ton of video, short videos, long videos, webinar. It doesn't matter. I'm always on video. I use uh, Loom a ton and because I communicate that way. And it allows me to disseminate the information that's in my head out to my audience. And then they show up on my trainings and in my credibility networking events. And it allows me to connect at a heart level with, with my audience. That's the difference it's made for me. It's really taken me to a new level. And Melanie, I mean, here, here's one of my pet peeves. You didn't ask for this, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Go to your website. Go to anybody's website. Go to 10 websites today. And and I would I'm not a betting man, but I'd almost lay money that 
nine of them are not going to have a lick of video on them. They're going to be websites created for about 10, 12 years ago. It's all text with stock images. It's a bunch of junk because it doesn't tell me about you. Put some video on your website, on your about me page, and be you. Invite me in. If you go to my website, paperbackexpert.com, you're going to see tons of video. You're going to see it on the front page. You're going to see our, our free resources site. You're going to... I give a lot away, but it's video-based because I want to communicate with you, and that's how we communicate. So, um, all right, that was free. I won't charge for that. <laughs> that was a bonus question, <laughs> but I'm glad you shared it because, you know, I we all have our pet peeves. Mine, mine tend to be a lot about podcast guesting, but, yes. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that the, the video is one of the most perfect ways to feel somebody's credibility versus just trying to pick that up from a one-dimensional uh, piece of paper or, you know, something they're reading, right? It's like you 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 get to know who they really are. Yes, a lot of it is crafted and curated, but it's still like you feel people's energy differently. Yeah. Can I, can I give you another piece of free counsel, free advice, free something? Sure. Drop another right. tip on us. All right. So when you, when you go to, um, all right, using video, we started using video to precondition people before, um, I talk to them on, on a sales call, okay? And and we use like Calendly or one of those systems like that. And you you know, somebody books on my calendar and they get the automated responses say, hey, Melanie, your appointment's in three weeks or whatever it is with Michael, right? We went into there and we we added two or three lines of text and said, hey, before your appointment, watch this video of where Michael explains the five questions he normally gets asked on these calls so you're better prepared. And so then we cut a video, we put it on a landing page I've got prospects now booking calls with me, watching a 12-minute video of me where I explain who I am, what I do, what our process is like, answering five questions. They get on the call with me, and I had a guy uh, last week, Melanie, he said, hey, I watched your video. I'm the exact target person that you were talking about in that video. He became a client, right? I educated him. I didn't have to spend time on my sales call with him. I was able to talk about him and his business because I preconditioned him using video combined with a system that's already out there, the Calendly system. So that's another way you can use video to show up. How many appointment confirmation emails have you gotten from those systems that actually has a link to a video of the person you're going to meet with? Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't see that a lot. Say none. Okay. But it's a way to use video to become personal because when you show up on that call, I do not want that to be the first time you and I have ever had a conversation. Yeah. That's such a great tip. I love it. Man, we could have done a whole thing on how do you create personalized video. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what. Yeah, real quick. On my website, there's a, there's a section called free, F-R-E-E. -E, and if you go to free trainings, um, there'll be a, that, that um, I just did a 30-minute a, a training on that topic yesterday so that will be there by the time this podcast airs and you can go get it's absolutely free no opt-in required or anything perfect all right last question what's one thing you wish you would have done sooner uh started a podcast oh, so i didn't even know you I had mean, a podcast i've got i've got a podcast I've been doing it for i don't know a couple of years i guess i is my second one my first one i started with a, a different uh, entity of my company and it, a podcast, as you know, is great for having a podcast, but it's also great for being a guest and learning how to leverage other people's audiences. Now, do you know anything about that, Melanie? <clears throat> mm. So 
starting out early to build your credibility around your signature message, podcasting is a great place to start. And then you should have what I call a profitable podcast. You need a strategy to monetize your podcast. And then you can have that money and parlay that into your book, okay? But podcasting, I think, is probably the the thing that I drug my feet on longer than I wanted to, but I was still what I would consider a, a fairly early adopter um, compared to some people. But I, I think that would probably be it. I would have started podcasting earlier, figured it out, and um, yeah, I, I think that's probably what I would have done. Yeah. Well, podcasting is such a perfect complement to being an author. So I see oh. them uh, as perfectly fine-tuned partners on the credibility and authority boosting journey. So <laughs> I think it's perfect that you brought that up. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing this wisdom and bringing some of the ancillary pieces of establishing credibility and connecting with you know, potential buyers in our audience and in video and, and through a podcast. I mean, they, these puzzle pieces all come together and they all work synergistically. So Michael, thank you for being here. You are welcome, Melanie. Thanks for having me. It's been a fun conversation. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 